Hare Krishna, so this is Life Comes from Life by His Divine Grace, Srila AC, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. We are Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Lalita Devidasi, and this is the 12th morning walk, recorded on May 17th, 1973, a misty morning in Cheviot Hills Park, Los Angeles. Srila Prabhupada is accompanied by Dr. Singh, Karandhara Dasa, Krishna Kanti Dasa, and other students. Section 1. Yogic Weapons Srila Prabhupada You have no power to drive away this mist. Scientists merely explain it with some word jugglery, saying that it contains certain chemicals he loves. But they have no power to drive it away, Dr. Singh. They do have an explanation as to how the mist is formed, Srila Prabhupada. That they may have, and I may have that also, but that is not a very great credit. If you really know how it is formed, then you should be able to counteract it. Dr. Singh, we know how it is formed, Srila Prabhupada, then discover how to counteract it. Formerly in Vedic warfare, the atomic Brahmastra was used, and to counteract it, the opposing army would have to use a weapon that would transform it into water. But where is such a science today? Dr. Singh, mist is something like milk. Milk looks white, but actually it is a colloidal suspension of certain protein molecules. Similarly, fog is a colloidal suspension of water. Srila Prabhupada So, if you could create some type of fire, the mist would be immediately driven away. Water can be driven away by fire, but that you cannot do. If you were to explode a bomb, it would generate heat and all the mist would go away. Karandhara That might damage the whole city. Srila Prabhupada Everyone knows that fire can counteract water, but you cannot drive away the mist without killing people or destroying property. But by nature's way, as soon as the sun rises, the mist is vanquished. The power of the sun is greater than your power. Therefore, you have to accept that inconceivable power exists. Next section, Symptoms of God. Srila Prabhupada Without accepting the principle of inconceivable power, no one can understand God. God is not so cheap that any so-called yogi can become God. Such imitation gods are for rascals and fools. Those who are intelligent will test whether or not such a person has inconceivable power. We accept Krishna as God because he has demonstrated his inconceivable power. As a child, Krishna lifted a big hill, and Lord Ram, an incarnation of Krishna, constructed a bridge without pillars by floating stones on water. So. One should not accept God cheaply. Nowadays, some rascal comes along and says, I am an incarnation of God. 
and another rascal accepts him. But Lord Rama and Lord Krishna actually demonstrated their inconceivable power. Sometimes people say the descriptions of their activities are just stories or myths. But these literatures were composed by Valmiki, Vyasadeva and other Acharyas, who are all great and vastly learned sages. Why would these sages simply waste their time writing mythology? They never said it was mythology. They treated the accounts as actual facts. For instance, in the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Vyasadeva tells of a forest fire in Vrindavan. All of Krishna's coward boyfriends became disturbed and looked to Krishna for help. He simply swallowed up the whole fire. That is inconceivable mystic power. That is God. Because we are tiny samples of God, of Krishna, we also possess inconceivable mystic power within our bodies, but only in very minute quantities. Next section. Scientific knowledge comes from Krishna. Scientific knowledge comes from Krishna. Krishna Kanti. The doctors marvel at the complex nature of the human brain. Srila Prabhupada. Yes, but it is not the brain that works the body. It is the spirit soul. Does a computer work by itself? No, a man works it. He pushes the button, then something happens. Otherwise, what is the value of the machine? You can keep the machine for thousands of years, but it will not work until a man comes to push the button. But who is working, the machine or the man? Similarly, the human brain is also a machine, and it is working under the direction of Paramatma, an expansion of God within everyone's heart. Scientists should accept God and his mystic power. If they don't, they should be considered foolish. On the basis of transcendental knowledge, we are directly challenging many big scientists and philosophers. The other day, you brought that chemist and I told him you are foolish. But he was not angry. He admitted it and I defeated all his arguments. Perhaps you remember. Dr. Singh, yes, in fact, he acknowledged that perhaps Krishna didn't give him all the procedural steps needed to perform his experiments. Srila Prabhupada, he is against Krishna, so why should Krishna give him any facilities? If you are against Krishna and you want credit without Krishna, you will fail. You first must be submissive and then Krishna will give you all facilities. We dare to face any scientist or philosopher and challenge him. How? How? On the strength of Krishna. I know that when I talk with them, Krishna will give me the necessary intelligence to defeat them. Otherwise, from the viewpoint of scientific qualification, 
they're much more qualified than we. We are laymen bef before them. Wow. This is just... But we know Krishna, and Krishna knows everything. Therefore, we can challenge any scientists, just as a small child can challenge a very big man because he knows my father is here. He clutches the hand of his father, who makes sure that nobody can harm him. Oh, Dr. Singh, is the human form of life spoiled for those who do not try to understand Krishna consciousness? Srila Prabhupada, yes. People who do not try to understand their relationship with God simply die like animals, like cats and dogs. They take birth eat, sleep, beget children, and die. This is the sum total of their human life. These rascals think, I am this body. They have no information of Atma. Atma refers to the self, or the individual soul. Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita give us knowledge about the Atma, but people who are unaware of this but people are unaware of this people are unaware of the knowledge given to human society in the vedic literature for example the vedas inform us that cow dung is pure here in america especially people bring their dogs onto the street to pass stool of course dog stool is very impure germs thrive in it but people are such rascals that they do not consider this. Instead, they distribute dog's stool everywhere. But there is no cow dung to be seen, even though the Vedas say that cow dung is pure. Here is a sign, littering illegal, but dog stool allowed. Just see how foolish people are. It is illegal to drop a paper on the grass but your dog is allowed to pass stool. The government authorities will not allow you to bring even one mango from another country, but they will allow your dog to distribute its stool everywhere, although the stool is full of infectious germs. Next section. The space program, a childish waste of time and money. Last section. Dr. Singh, when the astronauts returned from the moon to the surface of the Earth, the scientists in the space program were very careful. They thought the astronauts might have brought some new germs as yet unknown, so they put the astronauts in quarantine for several days to make sure that... Srila Prabhupada, first of all, Find out whether they have gone to the moon. I'm not sure. 16 years ago, when I wrote Easy Journey to Other Planets, I remarked that the scientists were childish in their attempts to explore outer space and would never be successful. Many years later, when I visited San Francisco, a press reporter asked me, what is your opinion about the moon expedition? I told him, it is simply a waste of time and money, that's all. Krishna Kanti, 
The space program recently had another failure. Shila Prabhupada. That is always happening. What was it? Krishna Kanti. They sent up a space vehicle to orbit the Earth and act as sort of a space outpost, but it failed. It cost $2 billion. Shila Prabhupada. Why are they wasting time and money in this way? Krishna Kanti. They were criticized in the newspapers. Shila Prabhupada. They are simply childish fools. What have they gained in the last how many years? For how many years have they been trying to go to the moon? Dr. Singh, it has been more than 10 years. Russia started it in 1957 with their Sputnik. Shila Prabhupada. But they were trying for many years before that. So let us say that for 25 years they have been trying. They have not gained anything except dust. But still, they are trying. How obstinate. The space program will never be successful. Dr. Singh. They say that in the future, they want to go to the surface, subsurface of Mars. Srila Prabhupada. They are all becoming big men with their statements about the future. Dr. Singh. They say that it will happen in about 10 years. Shila Prabhupada, so what if they say one year? They may say 10 years or one year, but we do not accept such propositions. We want to see what they're doing now. Dr. Singh, they're developing their technology by using small-scale mod- mod- models. Small-scale models. Shila Prabhupada, they're simply childish. In my childhood, I used to watch the tram cars go along the rail. Once I thought, I shall take a stick and touch it to the wire, and I shall also go along the rails. The scientists with all their plans are just as childish. They spend so much time and money, but what is their purpose? Their effort is hopeless because they do not actually know the purpose of life. The scientists are spending large sums of money and politicians are financing them, but the result is zero. They're like a doctor who doesn't understand a particular disease, but who still says to his patient, all right, first try this pill, and if that doesn't work, then try this pill. The doctor will never admit that he doesn't know the remedy for the disease. The scientists are simply bluffing and cheating. They cannot solve the real problems of life, birth, death, old age and disease. And therefore, all their programs are taking place on the utopian platform, which in Sanskrit is called Akasha Pushpa. Akasha Pushpa means a flower from the sky. All their efforts to know the truth by exploring outer space are like trying to pluck a flower from the sky. To give another example, the scientists act like foolish ducks. In India, we may sometimes observe a duck following all day behind a bull. The duck is thinking that the testicles of the bull are a fish. In India, this is a common sight. 
The bull is walking, and all day the duck is walking behind, following that big fish and thinking, it will drop and I will eat it. Hare Krishna. So, we have completed the 12th morning walk, and tomorrow we shall begin with the 13th. There will be topics like the devotee beyond desires, the difference between matter and spirit, soul transplants, and a mustard seed in a bag of mustard seeds. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. And we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.